Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with Frankie Vale on the drums and Bean. It is so good to have you back. I missed you. Hey, I missed you. You weren't even in town the last two Fridays. Oh, no, no. You had an interview and then you were out of town. So yeah. it's, feel, it's nearly a month. I know. And it's very sad, actually. It's very sad. But these are good. These are good. Uh, good breaks. What do you had? Yeah, I mean, kind of. I, it's still you. These, these, uh, these Friday mornings. I, these are nice little landing spots. Yeah, Friday morning is it, it. That's why I want to do fun stuff on Fridays. We have some. What do you want to do, Frank? We've got some serious stuff, and then we've got a bunch of fun. Do you want to do the fun first and the serious at the end? Or do you want to hit the serious first? No, no, hit the serious first. Get All right. that All right. crap out of the way. All right. So obviously, Mitch McConnell is is going away. Um, I'm not all. <laughs> I'm not all that thrilled about it, only because I have zero faith in who's replacing him. Whoever, if it's if it's not Rand Paul, and even he is a little bit iffy for me lately. If it's not Rand Paul, I, I have zero. What's going to replace him, Cornyn? <laughs> I don't. I I don't know. Uh, as far as as far as Mitch McConnell goes, he is the quintessential. Uh, birthday balloon that is losing air but still somehow manages to stay in the corner of your garage for years very weird so yeah that i don't know uh it, it i would not expect anything revolutionary replacing him someone in the chat is saying tell john ward i had a dream about harambe last night he was wearing a john ward hoodie well i don't know what well, that means John, well, you're going to be having a lot more dreams about Harambe because we are in a major, major election year, and that ghost will come back in some form. <laughs> we don't know how 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 well uh, justice is going to be doled out, but it will happen. All right. Then on the series, oh wait, I've got—is that what you were talking about before the show? Yeah, that's for later. Okay. That's for later. All right. So then I've got, I've got this absolute meltdown in the media about the Supreme Court taking the immunity thing from Trump and how it's possible. Yeah, so I've got a, a compilation here that uh, that was put together by, uh, what's his name over on Fox? Here, let's just watch some of it. Here's, I don't even want to put her face on the screen, but I'm going to. Hold on. We've got Maddow. We've got all the usual suspects. Here we go. The cravenness of the court is evident in what they are doing with the pacing here. It is frustrating to me that the idea that the U.S. Supreme Court is going to be delaying this trial. It's a bad look for them. Yeah. It's a to, very to bad take it? to have taken yeah. this. It is an unmistakable sign from the MAGA majority of the Trump-created court that they are with him. Uh, there is a lot tonight to be pessimistic about. Some of the justices simply oh. want to assist Donald Trump in delaying the resolution of this case in the hope of pushing his trial off uh, past the election. And I am beyond terrified, Nicole, right now for our country. We can't put oh all my of God, our I hate them so much. Um, in the Supreme Court. The people need to be engaged and aroused at this. Aroused. <laughs> I hate them so much. They need you to know, be you, you know why I hate them? Um, because they're not scared. They're, th this is all performed. It's all performative so that the, 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 the poor, unfortunate souls that tune in will go, oh, I'm scared, too. It's, 
go look at the whatever whatever poor unfortunate soul they live with and go i'm scared too honey don't worry don't worry baby I'll, pr- I'll protect you from the big bad Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't I can't stand it. His point to uh, demand that there be justice. Engaged and aroused. <laughs> now, I've got another one. This is Andrew Weissman because because this is what I heard. I never realized what a little sniveling little man this man was. I never realized you know, it. I clicked on the link to because I said, okay, Weissman, I know this name pops up all over the time. It's one of those things where it's a name that pops up all over the place. And I said, you know what? I want to click just because I want to see this face. I I just want to see this guy's face because I wouldn't be able to, to pick him out out of a lineup. Oh, boy. He's so effeminate. It's so gross. I was, I was not let down. Yeah. <laughs> criticism and then perhaps ruling Ugh. that no the president does not have full immunity what is your sense of things number oh, one and on. number no. two how long this may delay the trial they all look so soulless They've there's been no life in them he looks like a a, a pale gray alien goblin. he's a goblin yes that's a goblin face and uh yeah here and, and and I love listen. I I keep a tidy house. I I have a, I have a, I take great care in designing my spaces to be kind of like cozy and feng shui and and just to. But you know he has a serial killer background. Can, can I ask you a question about that real quick? Totally off topic. You know mm-hmm. feng shui pretty well. I know you've studied uh, some. Is it yeah. okay to have the bed where the door is directly to the side of you? Like, so if I'm in my bed, the door is right to my left. I don't know. I just got to tell you, I moved my bedroom around and the, the, the bed is on the opposite side now. So the door is to the left and I've slept better the past three or four nights than I've ever slept in that room in years. You're saying so. So the, the prior arrangement was I'm trying to picture it in my head was you had a bed and what the door was right in front of you. No, the bed. So the two walls are like this and the door is on this wall on the side so Mm -hmm. before the foot of the bed was facing towards the door now the the head of the bed is at the door uh i yeah you know i uh i don't know what the feng shui would say about that arrangement i just know what i would be personally comfortable with and i think I think not having, not being so exposed to the doorway uh, would make me feel more comfortable. I, like, I, I think having the bed where you have it right now so that you open up the door, you walk in, and you look over to your left or your right. And no, it's the, right in front of you when you walk in. Literally right in front of you. I thought that's what the original place you said. No, no, no. The other way, the foot of the bed was, was it doesn't matter. I, well, yeah, I, but it's, just, it's better energetically for me and I'm just curious if that matches up with feng shui but I'll have to look at it I, I don't I don't know it, to be honest I don't know I've never looked into any of that so I do a lot of moving rearranging and stuff like that but I just kind of wing it until I find something that feels right and feels practical 
but I, I wouldn't be able to get into this, the science of it all. It just, Some people it, in the chat room. I don't know if it's the energy flow is just better in there. I don't know. But both me and Will have both had beautiful, peaceful nights of sleep. And we weren't sleeping that well before. So anyway, back to uh, Andrew Weissman. I've been, I've been sleeping great since Michael Jackson's doctor has been giving me propofol every night. <laughs> Here we go. Well, I'm very pessimistic. I do not have the view that they took this case because they're right. going to hand out a win to Donald Trump in the Colorado case. But here they're going to essentially give him a defeat by saying there is no presidential immunity no. in this case. Oh. Yes, of course, I think ultimately they will not grant immunity in this case, but they have given him the win because the D.C. case let's just face it, is on life support now. It is really, really hard to figure out how this case gets to trial before the election. And I think that's the, the end result of what they did here. So they may ultimately say that he does not have immunity, but in fact, he will be, have been given immunity because the case will not go to trial before the election. Meaning if Joe Biden wins. Joe, if Joe Biden wins. Joe Biden, again, Again, you just have to you have to learn how to watch the news <laughs> there. That's just what it is. You have to learn how to watch the news and you have to learn how to speak journalism. I mean, what's there to be said about okay. uh, about a guy who says that we're all oh, we're you know, this is a uh, uh, I don't know. I have I have no clue. It it's so ill. I, I hate him. I know it's terrible. I, I have to remark that Aurora has joined the show and her little nails are painted a beautiful shade of red, which I think is gorgeous. Tracy sees your nails. Show her. Oh, look at that. Just beautiful. Yep. So she has a good time picking out all of her colors. Very pretty, Aurora. Thank you for stopping by, Aurora. <laughs> all right. Moving on. From that nonsense, um, I have this. Let's talk about this Catherine Harridge story. Yes, because I I saw some stuff in it uh, about this over the last couple of weeks brewing, and now all of a sudden it feels like a Obama era, you know, journalist crackdown. So this is I can't say they don't tell us it. All right, this is separate supposedly from what happened at CBS. I don't know if it's related in any way and they're just not saying it or if this is separate, but this woman, Yan Ping Chen, was apparently under investigation by the FBI and somebody leaked the details of that investigation to Catherine Herridge when she was at Fox in 2018. Catherine Herridge reported on that investigation. She's like a Chinese national who was born in China but then came here. Anyway, she was never in she was never charged or anything like that. So she's now suing to find out who leaked the details of her case to the news. And Catherine Herridge will not give up the source of those and those details. And so the judge has now put Catherine Herridge in civil contempt and is charging her eight hundred dollars a day until she gives up her sources. That's what this new story is today that came out because that just happened yesterday. Yeah, that's the, the the little bit I did know. It was about revealing sources. Isn't that isn't that a constitutionally protected thing? Yes. Is there any way? Is there any situation in which that can be compelled? 
Well, he, the judge in this, it's going to be appealed, I'm sure. But the judge in this case is saying that her right here. Hold on. There was a quote in here that was pretty chilling from the judge. Chen's need for the requested evidence overcomes Herridge's qualified First Amendment privilege in this case, which I don't, I don't see how any judge could make that determination that someone else's rights are usurped by someone else's need for information. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Catherine Herridge's rights are not as important as this other person's. How do you, how do you say that? And like, actually, especially in this circumstance. Um, no, it, 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 that makes absolutely no sense. That's a terrible precedent to even suggest would be the uh, being legitimate. They're going, they're going to appeal this, obviously. Holding a journalist in contempt for protecting a confidential source has a deeply chilling effect on journalism. Fox News media remains committed to protecting the rights of a free press and freedom of speech and believes this decision should be appealed. Okay. Well, so. that that because then what happens at like, what's her name, the chick that did all the reporting and still continues to do all the reporting? What's her name from? Uh, it starts with an N. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Who was leaking all the Spygate details? Basically, the stuff that the IC wanted her to print. She was at Natal. Nat. Oh fuck. Na na no. Wait. 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 You know who I'm talking about? Oh. My, oh, my. This is what the Senate leak uh, story, right? Yes. And all the rest of them. She was the go-to. I, I can't remember her name, but Real Mike's wife says, Frank, do we even still have a constitution? No. No, we have precedent, and we have uh, remnants of tradition. We have legal precedent, we have remnants of tradition, and then it's literally just a matter of how dirty do you want to play. So, uh, but I'm trying to think: is this was this the chick that was uh, that was bartering uh, sex with the guy Wolf from? No, 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 not the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, and then we obviously on the serious side of things have uh, Blaze News investigative writer Steve Baker um, self-surrendering to the FBI today under misdemeanor charges that they have held him in under. So this guy was, he's not even a, was not even a Trump supporter was at, at January 6th documenting as a journalist, got tons of footage inside, documented the entire thing. The DOJ threatened they were going to charge him for his appearance there inside or whatever he was doing, held him under yeah, held him under threat of that for two years as he reported on details of the January 6th, you know, debacle, um, was the one who came out recently with all of the video footage that proved that the police perjured themselves on the stand in the Oath Keepers case. Basically, the entire case hinged on the accounts of these officers and what the Oath Keepers did, whether or not they were helping the officers or harming them. And he proved that they lied on the stand. And now... Two years later, they have indicted him and they don't even, he has, he has no idea what the charges are. They've kept them to, they, they, they won't tell them until they, they turn themselves in. Yeah. Um, gotta, gotta find out the big surprise, Steve. Here, That's a really interesting, um, uh, angle from all this stuff. Cause at that point, according to them, according to the narrative makers about January 6th, 
uh, Steve Baker is essentially a uh, war correspondent. He should have same he should have same same protections as anybody who has covered any foreign war. It's um it's it's unbelievable. He has an amazing team of attorneys, five of them, okay? And they've been negotiating back and forth with the FBI to avoid a pre-dawn raid. But he's got to strip down to uh, his skivvies, basically, to show up in court. Here's a little clip of him with Glenn Beck yesterday. So, mentally, how are you? I have my moments. Um, I'm okay. I'm, you know, I've had I've had over two years to prepare for this. I've game planned it all out in my head. Um, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm not even going to try. Uh, it's, it it is my way anyway and so i'm just gonna you know prepare pray and uh and then i'm gonna put on my suit and tie good for you and walk in with my head up good for you well i think that would probably be my approach there'd definitely be no sleep so what and i definitely have my moments too yeah, I mean, it's really tough. I mean, for any of these guys, we've profiled a lot of these stories. Like the woman we just published, her husband, they came, it was 12 degrees outside. They ripped this woman and her 12-year-old son out of their house and made them stand outside. She was pregnant and lost the baby the next day. What? Yeah. Yeah. The wife. And there's been no accountability. She's standing outside basically in her pajamas with no shoes on in 12 degrees pregnant with her son and she lost the baby it's just- oh man I, I would i would really want to to take a flamethrower to dc after that yeah i would really want to I personally run around dc with a flamethrower so brianna morello was there let me just pull this up i think this is the one that wendy wrote about yesterday um here it is Pregnant. In 2020, Felicia Cunold, 26, was in a horrific life-threatening car accident that threw her through the windshield, breaking her back and degloving her face. The accident left her with a traumatic brain injury, which has since affected her memory. She's a single mom who, at age 15, already birthed a stillborn child and at 16 bore another child, a boy who's now 13. Little did she know that a year later she would be a month pregnant, this time through artificial insemination, and thrown into solitary in a, in a federal prison. It's a long story. I'll, I'll put this in the show notes for everybody. It's terrible. That's a, I think yeah. this is a different one, actually. It doesn't but, sound like the same one. No, it's a different one. But, yeah. So, um, if you want to follow along with the Steve Baker thing, you can go and check out Brianna Morello. She's down there with him covering everything so is he gonna he's gonna have to stay detained throughout all of this no they're saying no they're okay. going to release him i mean man this is war correspondence if this is really the insurrection they say it was yeah if it yes the double standard is ridiculous we're moving we're gonna move to fun now i want fun okay it's friday it's eight fifty four. sounds good okay so this video that I'm about to show, and if you don't know, um, guys who are listening, you can just check the links. It's right there. This video I'm about to show has taken the, uh, the social media world by storm. It is a group of girls in Louisiana at a Chevron station where they're partying. 
during Mardi Gras doing a line dance. I'm going to play it on screen for everybody. You can watch the delay if you want, Frank. Okay. Here we go. They have a DJ at the Chevron station? Yeah. They're all holding their Stanley Cups. Singing along, dancing. This little firecracker here looks like a lot of fun. It's just a bunch of girls dancing. It's not obnoxious. And, and, and they have clothes on. They have lots of clothes on. They have their Mardi Gras pants on. They're really not showing much skin. They got beads. They're dancing. How'd they get those beads, Tracy? Well, they don't throw them to shirtless girls anymore. They throw them to anybody who thinks that that it's, you know, cool, whatever. Oh, that's really? Okay, so that's not, a, that's not the standard anymore? Not, not Apparently not for these, these kinds of things. But they're all having a great time dancing. And people are like, oh, this is so disgusting, these women. I'm like, you know, honestly, I dance Who, like worse. People are. people Like men who are like trying to bring women back to the Stone Ages. Listen, I'm all for the traditional wife roles and all that. You know it. But this is fun. These are a bunch of girls having fun. They're young women who are drunk having fun. Everyone's like, why are they holding those cups? Because women don't put their drinks down. That's why. Okay, we do. nobody should. No, for many reasons, but women in particular, I do never put my drink down when I'm out because I don't know what's going to happen to that thing when I put it down. Okay, so it is I'll just pee, I'll pee in it. Someone <laughs> like me will pee in it. Now, I'm 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 just I've watched this for a few days happen on socials, and people just like go like there's a. a majority of the people are like, why are you mocking these poor girls that are having fun? But there's the 30% that are. So I'm going to learn this dance. I'm, I found the tutorial video. I'm going to learn this dance and I'm going to do it on video and I'm going to enjoy myself. Perhaps I will have a cocktail beforehand. I'm not sure yet. I have to break my carnivore lifestyle to have a cocktail, but. Well, you're going to have to have something. You're going to have to have a drink in your hand to do it. The right way, yeah, I guess so. But I'm doing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dance to this song, and I'm gonna really. And then I, I put out a call on social media, for because I asked Viv, would you learn this dance with me and do it? And she like just, she literally looked at me, like that, and walked away. <laughs> no, mom, this is your crusade, not mine. So I, I'm gonna learn this, and I put out a call, and there are a lot of women who are my age and older, who also would like to learn and do this dance and record it for the, for the, for the world to see. And I would like to invite all the guys in the audience to follow me down to New Orleans to start peeing in people's drinks. <laughs> uh, just, just... I would love to go down to New Orleans, find this sorority, and, and actually have them teach me the dance is what I would really like. I would like to get a class on this dance from these girls because they look like a lot of fun and I think I would enjoy myself significantly. There's plenty of toxic female behavior in society these days. This is not it. No, this is definitely not it. And I, I just, I, I, when I go, if I go out to a bar, which is very, very rare, and there is a DJ there playing some good ass music, I'm dancing much worse than these girls are right here. Okay. I'm just saying. And I'm 44 and married with two children. Watch out for Lauren. 
Don't put Lauren in a situation like that. Me and Lauren should take Myrtle Beach by storm, the two of us. You, yeah, you guys would be able to conquer the entire beach. Mm-hmm. Then, I, then again, I don't know. I don't know. It's been, uh, who, who knows? Maybe she, she might be out of practice. Lore? No, Lauren can, you don't get out of practice. If you can dance, you can dance forever. Okay. And I was Hold talking up. to my husband last night and I was showing him this and he's like, you're obsessed with this now. And I'm like, yes, I am. I am obsessed with it. And not only am I obsessed with it, but I told him when I was single and young and out at the club, I used to dance <laughs> much worse than these girls. And he goes, I don't need to know about this. Why would you do that? And I'm like, because I was a woman looking for a mate and that's what we do. It's a mating dance. Yes. That's, that's you know, that's. Oh, I just got a text from Lauren. I, I said, I don't, I don't hear it here. Oh, she's just here over here. She said, how dare I? I said, I don't know. You may. Do you think that you'd be able to go and conquer Myrtle Beach with Tracy? Okay. She said, let's do it. That's what she said. Let's do it. And I said, bring it, girl. Bring it. Oh, and here. Uh, oh, and, and there's, there's Aurora reprimanding me. You really can't say that, dad. <laughs> Lauren said, I will dance with you, girl. Let's do it. I think it's on. That's what I think. Okay. Well, hey, we, listen, we we got a we got some stuff to do, I guess. S- someone in the uh, <laughs> Reese says, "Yes, elder millennial Tracy, let's go. We'll turn up some salt and pepper." <laughs> and Joe Stone says, "You got it, Frank. I'll start retaining my pee." Yes, please do. Uh, and if uh, you know, you can also just store pee uh, in 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 little uh, squirt bottles. Also, as you know, pee is stored in the balls. <laughs> You fuck. I like literally when you, I did double check myself when you said that because you said it with such official, you said it so officially that time that pee is stored in the balls. This is. It is. All right. Well. It's a backup. It's a backup for the bladder. When the bladder is full, (laughs) it's stores in the balls. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, well, that's that's it. Okay, so when are you going to be uh, releasing your your dance off? Well, I've got to I've got to learn it first, and as soon as I think I have a handle on it, where I won't make too much of a fool of myself, I will release it for the world to see. All right. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Sebastian Maniscalco. He says every time I turn around, I see something that ain't right, like a tip jar at an open house. What ain't right in your world? What ain't right in your world, Frank? Oh, well, what ain't right in my world? I'll give you some examples while you think. When the credit card terminal screen at a fast food joint asks, select tip. Oh, all the tip stuff. Ever since, it feels like about a month and a half ago now, or maybe a little bit less, we did the, we did the, 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 the tip guy, the guy freaked out with the the delivery. Yes. You remember that? Yes. Well, I had already been intending on bringing up the the this this idea of tip tipping culture on you know about this and tipping and gratuity that has become such a huge topic all over the place now. I'm not saying that I was the progenitor of it, but I guess I was thinking the same thing a lot of other people were. But it I, I see this. It is a major internet debate about tipping. So, I mean, that, that's something I've actually, uh, uh, seriously, uh, that, that is that is no doubt 100% a ridiculous thing where tipping pops up. 
But did you hear about this? This is for the ladies out there. Uh-oh. Uh, yesterday, I saw a Daily Mail article about women who are, let's see here. Uh, here you go. Women are turning to robot manicures so they don't have to tip their nail techs. Now, uh, th th this is a, where the hell is this? Let me, let me just get the, here we go. Here we go. Um, TikTokers whose handles, blah, 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 posted separate videos on TikTok accounts, getting them their nails done by a robot. Uh, let's see here. The other woman spent only $8 on her robotic manicure at Target that yep. she showed off on February 28th. The robot saved the women from having to tip a manicurist, and they both were able to spend less than the average cost of a standard manicure at a nail salon. Now, I, I mean, things like this, obviously, it's always good to have, to have, um, I guess, economy options for people to get their nails done if you can't do them yourselves. But I always thought that with a manicurist or something like that, I know salon life is so much more, or at least evenly social, as it is about self-care and all yeah. that. You know, I, well, listen, guys go to barber shops to be social. That's for sure. But whether it's a manicurist or a, or a barber or something like that, I find that that's one line of work where a tip is actually, you know. No, it's good. It's good. But let me tell you something. For, for manicures and stuff like that, I do my own nails, which is why they look like this right now. But for manicures and stuff like that, um, you're, you, unless you find someone that you act like a barber, unless you find someone that you actually really like, they're nasty and they're not, they're mostly Chinese and they don't speak English and they are rough and they try to upsell you on things you don't want. It's not a good experience. And I'm not going there to talk to anybody and neither is anyone else. There are not conversations, cross conversations or anything happening at a nail salon. It just doesn't happen. Okay. So it's not the same. It's not the same thing. So you're you're good with this then? The, the machines. You'd go to the machine? I I would try the machine because I think it's interesting how it works, but I'm not going to just go to Target to get my nails done. No. Target. Go I'm to doing Target. my own nails. Yeah, like I'm not spending 50 bucks that I don't have to get my nails done by some woman who hates me. I'm I'm not doing it. Or yeah. man. Yeah, the Chinese are very hateful. <laughs> my. The, Koreans, the Koreans even more so. They hate you. They do. You walk through the door, they're like, you piece of... Here, like, um... Um... Uh, but other things that are that are irking me, I'm, I'm trying to think now. I, like, I, I can come up with a, a long laundry list. Here. Day to day, and now that you're asking me, I'm like, oh, no, life's great. <laughs> I know. Here. Si, señores, bienvenido a mi amigas, but babysitter or whatever. Hold on. We'll uh, ask you for a ride to the store real quick. Where is it? Where's the nail? Where's the nail salon? Nice. Honest crowd. How about any guys? Any guys down from any pool? Nail. Here we go. Here. Just one. <laughs> Just one nail. Do I get to pick which one? Or... No. Now with these ladies, they're so nice. You know, they make you feel like it's all about you and customer service. You know, whatever you lie, we do for you. <laughs> really nice, yeah. 
as soon as I walk in, they greet me right away. Hi, honey, what you need today? <laughs> oh, um, can I get my nails done? Okay, honey, do you lie pedicure too? Uh, no, no, just my nails. Honey, why you don't lie? <laughs> pedicure, it may look nice, it's so sexy. This is what they do to you, straight up. It's better for you. Oh, oh, all right, sure, then I'll get a pedicure too, thanks. Okay, honey, sit down, number six, my link, she do for you, good job. Only $20 a month, that's okay, sit down. This is exactly what it's like. Oh, okay, thanks. So my Ling starts doing my nails right away. Um, by the way, her American name is Tammy. Mm-hmm. Tammy. Did it get you? Yep. You have boyfriend? Um, no, no, I don't, I don't have a boyfriend. Honey, why you don't have? You look so pretty, like model, cheerleader, something pretty. You like long or short nail? Uh, short nails, please, thanks. Oh, honey, that's why you don't have a boyfriend. This is what they do. It's straight up true. That's why it's so funny. They'll really? guilt you into buying things. You really should do this. It's better for you. It's only five. And then they tell you after you agree to it, it's like $20 more. It's, it's terrible. It's like you're, you're being, you're being exploited. You're being picked apart. There were numerous words that floated through my brain that I didn't choose to use. <laughs> well, that's something I won't ever have to worry about. I got a little bit of insight into your lady's world. Listen, in New York, when I used to like live, basically live on Staten Island, my nail salon was full of men getting their eyebrows done in manicures. So I don't know. I have, you know, I had those little micro shave. I had like a micro shaver, pens. I actually still have it. Um, it's like a pen shaver. has little, it was called, I don't know. It was like a, one of those, I see on TV things in my pharmacy picked it up. They were great. Now, I don't ever really care about, about, I never got my, went any place to get my eyebrows done or anything like that. But every once in a while, I would give a little shave right down the middle. I, I don't have a unibrow either. But I would just clean it up here. I'd clean up a little bit over here, stuff like that. It's a really good, really nice occasion. I actually spent some time grooming myself last night. <laughs> but you see, my salon is, all right, Lauren's sleeping. Aurora's sleeping. I'm going into my bathroom. It's around 11 o'clock, 11.30. I'm putting on some old talk radio or some music or whatever. You've got your little shave kit out. You've got the brush. You're I've got two it. shave kits. <laughs> I've got two shave kits, actually. I've got a system. Will does, that... too. Will and his beard are very close. Very close oh. friends. Oh, I love grooming nights. They're, they're, just so, they're so cathartic, especially if you pair it up with, I had a good, good day of work. Um, I had a good workout. I ate well, everything, it, it, it is just like, okay, the inner, the outer, everything is just taken care of. It feels good. Well, Italian boys on Staten Island use the salon for those things and they get their eyebrows shaped. It, listen, this was back in the, back in the two, early, early, late nineties, early two thousands. They're in there, they're getting the clear polish on their, on their nails. I know that that kind of pampering is something I've, I've never felt comfortable with. And the Italian boys in the late nineties, early two thousands and into 
into the uh, growing up gaudy days. Yep. Where it was just a little bit too much. Yeah. I, they, they might as well have been girls with a bad temper, yeah. which is girls <laughs> around here anyway. Yeah. It, it's just like there's nothing to distinguish the the Italian boys from the girls at one point. It's a New York thing with the glasses and the wife beater. It was just the classic Italian thing. I, I don't know. I know. People before 19. What, 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 what year were you born, Frank? Uh, 2000. <laughs> So, 1985. <laughs> All right. So people born before 1990. I knew you were born before 1990. What trivial skill do you possess that no one uses anymore? These are great, great questions. And I definitely have a couple of answers. I just, but where are they? I don't know. I'm, I have to go through the filing cabinet. Drive a stick. Use a rotary phone. No, a uh, rotary phone. Definitely. I'm a master at that. I'd never learned how to drive stick. I'd like to still do that one day. I write, I think, in uh, elegant cursive. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can be messy sometimes if I'm really just like scribbling it out, but I can write in elegant cursive. Um, let's see here. I can dial a phone with my own finger. Someone in the chat said, um, someone in the chat <laughs> said, the whole growing up gaudy thing was wild for a Texan girl to see its cat. That was that was not an exaggeration. That's literally true. A hundred percent. That was not. I know because I, I there was somebody in that cast. I can't forget. Remember his name that used to be at the club that I always used to go to on Long Island. Probably Carmine. Oh, God. And we used to I, hang I, out. I don't even know who I, it was anymore. I'm, I'm that. I, I was I was able to get into in contact with Carmine Gotti at one point because, you know, um, we actually used the same recording studio. He he did at one point he was trying to morph what he was doing on television into a rap career. And we were doing me, Anthony, and a couple of my friends, we were doing work um uh making and recording music with a friend of ours at Rough Rider Studio in in Yonkers. And we were actually like brushing shoulders with Carmine, Carmine Gotti, where, you know, we were occupying the studio space there, working with the producers for a little bit. And they're like, oh, yeah, Carmine Gotti's coming by on later on. And we're like, damn, should we stick around and say hello? <laughs> uh, we, we, ne we never did, but he was, you know, there was a lot of that going on. That's all completely gone away. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got a, a whole bunch of things here. Writing in cursive, dialing a phone with the own finger. Jessica Kearson is a Freaking hysterical comedian, if you've never heard of her. She's funny as hell. Um, learn, oh, I can read an analog clock. I can fold fitted sheets. Reading a map. The Dewey Decimal System. Folding t-shirts. Ironing. I can remember phone numbers. Someone says I can set the dwell points on a distributor and tune a carburetor. I can fix a cassette tape with nothing more than an average number two pencil. Oh, I know that. that I can do the cassette tape. Me too. Um shorthand now i'm thinking about this program a universal remote things that you don't need to do anymore let me see if lauren has anything she's coming at me uh, uh know what a glossary is let's see i can use a fountain pen without getting my fingers dirty i never use a fountain pen I like to actually in you know, actually put the the uh the ink inject uh the ink cartridges in and stuff. Yeah. 
Never did that. It's was always been ballpoint for me. But there's there's more. Someone I, I know how to degauze degauze a uh, computer monitor. Oh uh, yes. Oh yes, degauze. <laughs> uh, Use a I, dial up I, modem. I I still I probably still remember how to install a ribbon cartridge for a printer. Or a typewriter. I can change no, the typewriter no. ribbon. I never did that. Never uh. did that. Um, oh, come on. There's there's so much. There's so much. Somebody said here, extricate a snagged and unraveling cassette tape from a boombox car stereo Walkman without breaking the tape. Fix it and make it playable again. What about I can reset a Nintendo game by blowing in it and banging it on my hand? Blowing and banging, I can do. Yeah, you're good at that. But that hasn't gone out of style. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's what about welding? Who can weld? No, I, I've I've done a a very little bit of soldering. Oh, soldering is important. I've done a little bit of soldering, but I used to um, love to watch my know. my who who else has the same soldering iron they bought like in 1962 that has never it's the same thing. It's got a blue handle. It's all burnt up on it. And it works just as good as the first day you got it with maybe the same huge massive coil of solder that you had. My dad was an electrician among many, many, many other things. I, I don't know. I don't think I have a soldering iron. I just know I've, I've used it. I used my grandmother's. Roll your of, windows down in the car. Rolling the windows. Uh, Lauren just texted me. She said, ordering food on the phone. Ordering food that's, on the phone? That's becoming antiquated. Yeah, set margins manually on a typewriter. Tune the antenna to turn the antenna to get a different station. Um, Reinstall Windows. Re not Windows that you open and close. The software Windows. Reinstall Windows. There's let's see here. Um, I can bend pencils with my mind. You mean you mean the. The floppy pencil <laughs> trick. Look, look, look. I have a rubber pencil. Uh, it doesn't work on here. <laughs> doesn't even work. doesn't even work any of the pencils don't even bend anymore. I still uh, use a tuning fork to tune my guitar, not an app. A tuning fork to tune the guitar. Wow. Tuning forks can be very therapeutic for you, by the way. Yes. I have. A yes, but I, I never knew anybody to tune. The, we just use the... Uh, I forget what the method was to, to tune the guitar. It was just by ear. Uh, what the hell else? <laughs> Somebody caught my joke. Brother Jonathan in the chat caught my joke and said, blowing and banging, yeah, you're good at that. <laughs> yeah. um, what the hell is that? Uh, trivial skill. Trivial skill. Tying a maraschino stem with your tongue. Tom Tomcat. That doesn't go away. That's still a trashy bar trick. I have a crazy story while you th if you want me to read it while you think. Yeah, go ahead. Because I, I really want to find more stuff. This guy says, advice. I'm meeting up with the deadhead woman I met online. And I told her I was Jeff. Is it Comenti? Or Chimenti? Who? The Grateful Dead, Jeff Comenti. Is it Comenti or Chimenti? I honestly don't know. Okay, Jeff Comenti's piano teacher. I don't know anything about the piano, unfortunately. So this this guy met up with the chick or found a chick online. They were talking for a long time. He told her that he was Jeff Comenti's piano teacher, but he doesn't know anything about the piano at all. And it turns out that her dad is in a dead cover band and he booked a show 
at his church in her hometown and he wants him to play the show. It's next weekend. This woman just told me he paid four grand to rent the church and they're going to name the vacation Bible school after him this summer because of the money. His wife is pissed because the 4K was supposed to be for their 40th anniversary trip to Alaska. He's actually been staying at the woman I'm talking to online's house because the wife can't believe he did it. This woman I'm talking to is a graphic designer and he paid her to design a poster that features my name prominently. It looks like an old time movie poster. She shared it on Facebook and tagged me and a bunch of people that know me were commenting WTF. This dad just bought a B3 organ off a buddy for me to play. He invited all his friends. He invited his ex-wife. She also told me that his buddy is the drive time DJ on a small local radio station and keeps doing show announcements for this concert. Again, prominently featuring my name. He owns a diner in town and renamed all the lunch specials in the show's honor. And one of the sandwiches, once again, prominently features my name. This is like the crowning event of this man's life. How do I get out of this nightmare? I know. That's 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 something else. Somebody Janet in the pre-show because I read it in the pre-show said, "Just tell them you have COVID." Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. Just tell them you have COVID. You caught COVID. You're not going to be able to make it. Uh, I almost got killed yesterday. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost, I, speaking of COVID, I almost got killed yesterday. How? I was I was working out. How did we not open with this? Oh, I, for, I forgot about it until Lauren oh, texted me. Okay. I guess this, these would be things that uh, irk me. You know, almost getting killed. But I think it was probably the person behind it all. Um, I was I was coming back from my morning workout, and that ends around ten o'clock, and I am making my way toward an intersection in in Rye, and there is a you know I got the green light, other place they they got the red light. I'm talking to Lauren on the phone because I just wanted to call her up, see if, you know, how everything's going, blah, blah, blah. And I'm about maybe about, I don't know, 15 yards away from the intersection. And this bitch, this oblivious blonde bitch in her Mercedes and doing something just, just, just drove, just, it just went right through. I'm, 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 I'm standing there. I'm sitting there. I was able to jam on the brakes and I was at an acceptable distance away. But it's one of those things where it was not even a thought. She was Through in her light. Own, oh, yes. Ran the red light. She was in her own world. And I I took a took another look to make sure that she wasn't in like, you know, being pursued. You know, oh maybe my God. You know, may, may, maybe she was running from something. <laughs> no, nope. it was just oblivious. And, you know, so at that point, I'm driving through the 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 uh, the intersection and I look at all the other cars that are actually stopped at the red light. And the, and I can see the woman in the first car just shaking her head. She knows what almost just happened. And so I and I just, you know, I just crossed myself. Wow. And I and then I took off after the Mercedes to try to, you know, but I, I, I'm hoping that I could find a, a cop. If I didn't find a cop, at least I can take a handful of quarters and just. Did you find her or she was long gone? Oh, yeah, I was right behind her. And I'm beeping and she's not even responding. She's talking on the phone. She's smiling. She's in her own little world. She doesn't even know. That she almost killed you. She doesn't even know. Doesn't even know. Then she went to go vote for Biden. <laughs> man, oh, man. Yeah, so that that put a little pep in my step. After the anger and the, and the adrenaline subsided, that put a little pep in my step yesterday. 
because I seriously that would have been a uh, how uh, fast was she going? It was at least twenty five thirty. Wow! It would have been a significant T bone on the on the passenger side. Very dear friend of mine was on his motorcycle driving. I have the video of this. He was probably going a little too fast, maybe forty five. There's a woman who's in the middle of the island. A car, she, I don't know what she was doing. She was in an island, a car, uh, it was a concrete island. She was just parked there, perpendicular to the road he was driving on. As he's coming in the middle lane or the right lane, I'm sorry, at like 40, 45 miles per hour, she decides then is the time for her to jet out from the center median and go onto the street, like which would be in front of her, but would be a right turn for the people in the right lane. And my friend on his motorcycle ends up driving right into her door. Doesn't flip over the car. I don't know how this happened. Not a broken bone. Injuries. But he's, he's fine. It, it was the most... It was like, first of all, what the... what? There are just some people that should not be... What was this woman thinking? To be where she was at all, let alone then to drive straight across a oh lord it was you know what's been getting me lately and then what, what went through my head it sounds like i hope i didn't attract this because obviously everything turned out fine but well you attracted it thank god no the, i was gonna say the, the algorithm on youtube has been feeding me master posts master compilations of dash cam uh, nonsense and you've been watching them all Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, and 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 every once in a while, I'll watch some because there are like you know police pursuits, things that happen. But everybody turns out to be okay. But you know the the the, the fatal comp uh, compilations. No I don't way. watch those. I can't. I can't watch people getting hurt. I can't either. I, I can't either. I mean, just the, the the that that is horrible, and that's why I'm always cleaning out my uh my watch history on youtube because this stuff man they, they populate the worst of the worst for you yeah um don't talk about the vaccine that's not allowed yeah don't do that i have a clip of this guy the there's two it's funny as hell it's a minute and eight seconds long the ending is what got me i'm just gonna play it because it's two indian guys that are arguing one's in a car and one is walking alongside of him it's hysterical to me. Here. Fucking, you are man. fucking, you are fucking, you fucking, fucking, you bloody, you bloody, fuck you bloody, bastard bitch, you fuck, you, fuck, fuck you. you, bloody, fuck you, bloody, fucking mother, bloody, fuck bitch, bitch you, bloody, you, fuck you, 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 fucking bloody bastard, you, bench you, bloody, you, blunder, no, but why, bloody no, bloody no, bloody fucking, accident, then what you wanna, why you fuck me, I fuck you, bloody, bloody bastard. Fucking running like lady, eh? Flaude. What the fuck, man? Fucking, fucking no shout at me, innit? Okay. Why are you shouting at me? Because I am going to the work. If you don't do it, do the other places. Why are you shouting? Because of this, you are doing... Hello. I don't know you are doing like this. I think you are do, go, going to accident. No, shouting at me, no man. good, man. No, me no but, shout at you. But, but, but the thing is that, what you think if you do like this one, you are going at work and somebody else. But that like one, this. if you're running like that one, but, you're gonna fucking fall, innit? Uh, but hurting but, yourself. But, 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 yeah, because of this, I uh, saved myself. That one, very icy road, man. Okay, have a nice day. <laughs> 
Bye-bye. <laughs> there you go. I just sent you an email. I just sent you a chat. The, you have to hear the remix of this. Okay, here we go. Well, one of many. But I like this What the one. fuck, man? What the fuck, man? Hush on the beats. Are you crazy? Fucking bloody bastard. Fucking bloody bastard, bitch. Fucking bloody bastard. Bloody fuck you, bloody bitch. You are fucking, you are fucking. You fucking, fucking you, bloody. You bloody, you bloody. I fuck you, bloody. It goes hard. Whoever turned on the audio show today is out of their mind. Like, what is this crap that we're listening to? It goes hard. Oh, man. Oh, why do you know these things? I swear. Um, this is what the internet is for. Yes, for, for you can, real. You can, learn, you can learn anything you want from a book. The internet is for other things. I want to play this before we end today, Frank. I had a couple more, but this one is good. I... I Almost don't want to talk about Alex Stein anymore because he did something really terrible to a poor young girl that I just thought was completely unwarranted um, about two weeks ago. He just treated her so poorly. She was just a volunteer for the Haley campaign, a young girl, probably in her early 20s. And he was just he was just really rude. And, and it was completely it wasn't funny. It was just mean. But he went to Plano, Texas, and he's in a hearing. And this is what he did. Hold on. The first one is Alex Stein. You don't know who you're about to speak to. The one, the only, 45th president of the United States of America, President Donald Trump. Are you there, President Trump? Well, of course, uh, you know, I'm happy that you're talking to the city council. I hear they're tremendous people, and I hear we're going to be bringing these shoes in. These are tremendous shoes. They're out of a Nikki Haley and an Escalade. You know what I'm talking about? We want to see the children... We want to see them wear the shoes and perform in the shoes and do a tremendous job in the shoes. Isn't that right? Isn't that correct? Isn't that correct? Yes, President Trump, you making the shoes mandatory for all school uniforms in Plano School District would be great. And I think that would help the city. But I'm telling you, the mayor here is one of these woke mayors. He loves all the transgender stuff. As a matter of fact, he actually wants to put mandatory gender reassignment into the schools, state sponsored. Well, I think that's terrible. And, you know, the only person that I talk to who uh, goes from man to woman, his name is Lindsey Graham. You know who I'm saying. He sits when he pees. But uh, you can look at it and you can talk about all of these different things. I think it's a terrible idea what you're doing. And uh, I think we should absolutely look at this mayor. I think we have to look at him. Maybe we have to replace him. Maybe we have to get rid of him like uh, Chris Christie gets rid of a plate of donuts. You know what I'm talking about? Very, <laughs> yes, very he, fast. he loves to eat. Okay, so President Trump, what is going on with Nikki Haley and her running for president? I mean, what's going on? These Plano people, I, I don't know. I think some of these uh, board members support her. Well, if they support her, that's interesting because she lost to somebody called Nota, you know, that N-O-T-A, none of the above, and it's terrible, you know, she's only good at doing things in the back of a car, I call it the escapade and an escalade, and she ought to be ashamed of herself, and if you support her, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, I have to say that, and I think if you're supporting Nikki Haley, you have a lot of other things to think about, you're probably crazier than the people who said white powder to Don Jr. You heard about that? They sent it to him. I think Hunter Biden was trying to send my son mail. I think he thinks he's a pen pal and that's not acceptable. We don't want to do that. No, and President Trump, they tried to kill my biological stepfather in Russia. Are you going to get vengeance on my father? Tucker of course, Carlson. I got, I got along very well with Russia, Russia, Russia. I got along very well with Putin. And 
Uh, we're going to get vengeance on Ukraine. They tried to do terrible things to Tucker. He's your biological stepfather. You look just like him. <laughs> and we want to help him. We want to make sure that he survives. Protect Don. Tucker at all costs. That's oh, what we're going Mr. to do. <laughs> so I have to imagine that's Sean. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a, that was an interesting twist to go to a, a, a council meeting somewhere and have Donald Trump take your time that's an interesting twist right there uh so that's the friday edition of the dark delight podcast you have been listening to the dark delight podcast with frankie val on the drooms and beans i hope we're sending you off with some smiles this weekend you can catch us monday wednesday and friday or me monday and wednesday at 8 30 live and uh, streaming on all the the platforms at 2 30 audio wise and frank joins us on fridays frank fridays He's back in the saddle this week, and we will be back uh, next week to hang out with y'all. You're getting closer and closer to spring. Yeah, I know. It's it's yeah, I know. It's exciting. Oh, it's gonna be great, huh? See you next right, week, well, guys. Later. <laughs>